I would rather be single than in the wrong relationship. And I think so many times people are afraid of getting out of that wrong relationship of being single. And I'm such a better person single than I was in all those past relationships. Mm -hmm. You have to be selective. I think I'm at a point and I have been for a while where I know what I'm about. I know what I have to offer. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. Mm -hmm. And so I am. I'm I'm selective. I'm picky. I have a certain level of expectations yep. um, because of how much I value myself yes. and my time. Like I love spending time with myself. I genuinely love myself. I do. I'm proud of who I am. So I think for someone to come into my life and if I'm going to make a commitment to somebody, they're kind of competing with that in a way. Yeah. Yay. Welcome back to Straight Candid Podcast with Sid and Soph, where we take pride in normalizing taboo conversations, saying the wrong thing, drinking too much caffeine, and talking too fast. Here at Straight Candid, we live unfiltered. No edits, deletes, or drag and drops. Just two Minneapolis girls who hit record and keep it candid. Let's get into it. I'm a boss ass bitch, 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 bitch. I'm a boss ass bitch. That twerk, was your twerk, twerk. Sid, remember when we played that game with we actually played it with Emerson, Felicia, and Yana, and it was Where? it was the little what was it called? Um, it was the app on oh, your phone, and we it said what, game. And it said what was Sid's um song, and I put Boss Bitch. You did, and yeah. I picked it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Wait, but, that makes total sense but, too with who we're having on. Yeah, I was gonna say like that you picked that for the little intro because we having some boss bitches on the podcast oh, yeah, today. Baby. Boss bitches. One's an entrepreneur. One's climbing a corporate ladder like a boss ass motherfucking biatch. <laughs> We got some good stuff coming for we you do. guys. Just we get do. ready. Saddle up, cowboy. We'll it's time in- to put that cowboy hat on. We will introduce them in just a second, <laughs> obviously. But first, straight can of moments. Straight can, of, can you lead today? Sure. Is that okay? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. But I want to listen. I'm in the mood to listen to you. Mine's not that long. So by the way, straight can of moments is if this is your first time listening, it's just a moment that makes you more human. We like to be real in this podcast. The point of it is being candid. Obviously, you've heard from the intro. Yes. But... Um, I sometimes I just like to reiterate what straight can a moment well, is. There might be new people here. Exactly. And we if got, you're new, I'm Sid. I'm self. And welcome. welcome. <laughs> oh, welcome in. Um, so I, my straight can a moment this week is so obviously the pandemic, we're back to the masks yep, everywhere. We we're back to wearing masks in the red room at Barry's. We're back to going to the gym I lift at with masks. Yep. And I'm Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yep. I also think it's kind of cool to bring this up. So when we listen back in like five years and we're like, we were in the middle of the pandemic, we were wearing masks and our key holders right by our doors are full of masks. Like it's just an image you'll never forget. We kind of have a time capsule. We do. That we capture, Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. Every single week. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Side note. Side note. um, So I was working out. This was probably, I think maybe four or five days ago. I was doing legs at the Mm -hmm. gym, lifting. And I ca- this is when I kind of had the little bit of a cold. Remember the podcast where oh, I was yeah. struggling to talk clog nose. I don't know what got into me. All of a sudden, I knew I had to blow my nose. Okay. And I'm wearing a mask, little cloth one. I, I just like wasn't thinking. I was at a rest no. period. I was no. like dying. I blew, no. I blew snotty ass nose. No, you didn't. Snotty ass nose right no, into my mask. Don't. And right after I did it, I was like. I'm nauseous. I literally like stare at myself in the mirror and I'm like. What the fuck Why did, did I, I just, just do, do that? that? <laughs> were, were, you, were you after like a heavy set or something? Yeah, I was yeah, like, because sometimes like, you get up and you're like, yeah, I am yeah. like I'm going to pass out a little <laughs> bit. Like, <laughs> I wasn't thinking and I just blew it right. And it wasn't like, oh, just a little booger. It was like, oh, it, you're so nasty. It came from my brain. <laughs> oh, she nasty. You know? It came from my brain. And I Ooh. sat there and I was like, oh, what the fuck? 
like quick went oh. to the bathroom but like i didn't have another mask wiped it out continued the workout no, you didn't yep so just fun fun little strike in a moment where you just we're, don't think and just, just do it we're just humanizing people here you guys that's humanizing. One, one crazy act at a time okay humanizing yes i had my not. hand back here so i was like i started just like out of like instinct scratching your back i go <laughs> my I, hand back here hi remember I, that one episode when i started caressing your back yeah just randomly i don't know actually we looked back at the episode Sid, I watched our last episode okay. on YouTube. Oh no! Sometimes I like to. I knew Marcus did something different with the coloring. I noticed. Nice job. It I noticed beautiful. that too in the photos. Badass, um, Marcus. Badass. So I was like, I was like, kind of taking a peek <laughs> on the YouTube, okay. and it is really funny to watch our YouTube because people that listen, like, they don't really know what we're doing behind the scenes with our mannerisms. Like, I forget that I plug my computer in the middle, and I'm like tripping over cords. <laughs> and <laughs> the amount of times that you do, you touch me a lot. Do and I? The way you use your hands when you talk, it's so sad. Like, I can't even. Oh my God. Like, if you were lined up in a group of people and everyone looked the exact same and everyone had their own mannerisms, I would, I could pick you out. You could not. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm kind of nervous. Now I but, have to go watch. But yeah, you'll like, you'll like touch me. <gasps> I know I'll, I will. I'll go like, like this yeah. or I'll look at you or yeah. I'll grab your arm. I know I do that. But we use it as body language too. Like, Sophie, yeah. get ready to shut the fuck up. I have something important yep. to say. So I like this. It's like a here I'm coming in mm-hmm. to like say something. And we're also, working. We're working on that. We are. And we're doing better. We yeah. are better than we okay. were. Yeah. We are. We're we both leave some space. Speaking of space, your turn. Okay. But before I say anything, <laughs> um, Marcus looks badass right now. He's wearing a chain. Oh, I yeah. just had to point that out. We had to talk about that because he's got his waffle shirt on. He's got a chain. You look fresh as hell, Marcus. I'm not going to lie. So and he's got a little Versace uh, glasses. glasses on. Ooh, he walks in it. He walks in. I hadn't really like looked at him yet. I know. And I go, Marcus, Marcus, is that a chain? <laughs> he's like, Yeah. <laughs> He goes, yeah. And we're like, okay. So, all right. Jerdy's gone this week, which is usually, you know, the man behind the camera. But we love Marcus because he does all of our social clips that you guys see. So we love our man, Marcus. But he's here today and we love having him. Okay. Straight hand a moment. Okay. Safer. Okay. I, I would say I don't necessarily have one this week, but I have, I just have to be real with you guys because majority of my day is just me thinking about random thoughts. Okay. So I thought I would take one day and I'm going to write down all the random thoughts that I had go through my mind. And I'm going to share them because this is what I think about from the day to day basis. And this is ADHD mind to the max. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Number one. She loves lists. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Why did we watch this as a small child? I put that on our story. Literally, what the hell? You can comment on this shit because think about it. That's a weird ass show. Can I be honest with you? What? I saw that and I didn't get it because I don't know. I don't think I watched it. You didn't watch that? You've, have, did, did you, you watch Courage the <gasps> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. For us or for yourself? For myself. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. It was on Cartoon Network. My mom was really busy. I watched I a lot did, of TV. I watched um, <laughs> Cat Dog. Oh, Cat Dog. Cat Dog. I was my favorite show. Hey Arnold. No, I loved Hey Arnold. Um, what was the other one? with there Recess? Was, like the mm, recess No, No, um, Rugrats. Yes. Yeah, the babies. Mm-hmm. There was also, okay, we won't lie, like Sweet Life is Zack and Goaty. Like, oh, that was yeah. really good. Like, that was Disney, though. Um, iCarly was really good in the beginning, then it got kind of crappy, mm-hmm. in my opinion. That's so Raven. It's the future I can see. Watch this. I love how we were going to make this intro really fast. <laughs> All of a sudden, we're talking about <laughs> Cartoon Network, and that's but a people Raven. Who, the nostalgia yeah, in talking right. about these shows is huge. Oh, right. Also, I, I have to say, I can really mimic the guy that says the vision part about Ray. Ready? Okay. Or about Raven. Yo, Ray, did you just have a vision? And then this is what Raven does. 
I think I just had a vision. And you're like, oh, no shit. Yeah. No. You're, you looked crazy. You did her head nod wrong. Did it's, I? It's this. No, it's this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's way right? more dramatic. Oh, sorry. You got if that. you're not on YouTube, you can't okay, see that. Sorry, everybody. Back to the list. Anyway, as I look out to Jordan and his giant glass of wine and oh, he's now oh. he's showing his nipple. Okay. Yes. Anywho, it, I love being home. Number two was Omegle and chat roulette. This what is the your hell? This still. Is, these are my thoughts still of my day. Did you use either of those? Omegle. This is Did also you go on Omegle or chat roulette? That was the first time I saw a penis. Yeah, exactly. My, my thought process right on here mm-hmm. on my list today, right around lunch. Three. <laughs> um, okay. This is a story that I meant to tell last week, and this was technically going to be, be my um, straight moment. I'm just going to leave it with you at this. Okay. There was a, a group of four people that we saw come into the bar. And by this point, it's probably like 1 a.m. You know, people mm-hmm. are getting like a little crazy. It's it's Scottsdale. We're having a blast. Nothing it's good LFA. happens past no, midnight. I should have gone home, but we weren't home. We were there. And so here we are where, you know, I'm just kind of standing at the bar. I'm probably like kind of, I'm kind of drunk and I'm not really, you know, when you're just like kind of catch yourself in a daze at the bar. Yeah. You don't really have anyone to talk That's to. That's when you know to somebody it's time else. to leave. Exactly. But I wasn't I was staring at people, but it wasn't because I, I was just kind of bored. So anyway, I'm standing there and they look over and they're all dressed kind of like they're going to go to church. Like, and I only point this out because you're you not going to believe what happens. Okay. What do you mean? Like a floral dress? No. Like a like sundress? a skirt that was like made out of cloth and then like a very high turtleneck and then like t- the tights and then the flat shoes that are like. Like Mormon? Kind of. Okay. I don't know. I don't know the vibe, but they all were dressed the exact same and there was four of them. Okay. And all of a sudden I'm looking and I'm staring off in the distance, like looking at them. I'm just like, you know, observing. They all start making out together as a four. Oh, as a four. Oh, so like you're not seeing two and two. I'm literally looking at four people going. Wait, so like we're in all a four. We're all, all of them. four lips together. All four lips were together, and Whoa. then one would lean out and like kind of smile, <gasps> and then lean back in, and one would lean out and kind of smile. And I was like, "Am I seeing this?" And I like I was like, "Wait a minute, what did I just see?" And then the two of them would go and start making out with each other and like touching up on all each other, and then they'd smile and wink at each other, and then the one would go find another person. And like bring them over. And it was literally like they were all like a couple. I've never, ju- I've just never seen that dynamic at a bar before in my entire life. I was just going to say like, it kind of makes sense if it was maybe like a couple and a couple. They're like, let's all get nasty no, tonight. No, it wasn't. It was not a couple and a couple. It was four girl like women. And they were not couples. I oh, could tell because they were women. Yes, I probably should have included oh. that. That's why I meant when they were all dressed the same. They were all dressed in like skirts, tights, That's so um, flat shoes. Not that that points anything out, but it was very conservative dressing. And so I, I literally couldn't believe what I, what I was saying. And I, I'll just tell you this one part and then I'll finish this out because I just, I was wowed and I couldn't believe I didn't bring it up on the podcast. This girl goes after making out with her, you know, four friends and then her one friend, my hand. This is four the mannerisms I know. I'm talking about. <laughs> Rolling my wrists like that's going to make the point better and stronger. Oh my God, Christ. Um, she makes out with her four friends. Then she makes out with one specific girl and friend, whatever. And then she goes and sits up on the bar and hikes her skirt up and makes eye contact with a guy and goes starts rubbing herself i'm watching i'm just a bystander i didn't even buy a ticket it's literally i'm just like what is going on i've never seen anything like that that. and then she'd pull you know kind of bring them in make out with them and then bring them to the group and then they would all make out and now it's five it was just bonkers and i just i sat there i had a good 20 minute like total like just observing you're like i don't need to talk to him right now no. i'm enjoying one guy it. was like so hey what what's going on and i literally i just looked the other end i go can you hold on one second i'm looking at something i literally told him that so anyway those are my random thoughts random stories that i've seen and i just had to share them because i couldn't believe i brought them i didn't bring them up 
But you know when you just see something and you've never seen anything like it before, you just got to tell somebody. That's like how I feel. That I, and I hadn't told I'm anyone. I'm glad you shared because I, yeah, that is, I, hadn't I haven't anyone. seen anything like that. I mean, I've definitely seen like girls making out before, but the fact that, the fact that, um, it, it just, it was, the it fact was that they a, were dressed that way too. I'm just, concerned. I don't know. I, it, and nothing against what they were doing. No. I just didn't really know what was going on. Oh, there we are. Anyway. Anyways, um, we have for had, sharing. We, thank you. <laughs> okay. I just had to invite you guys into my ADHD brain for two seconds, but we have had a ton, a more ton, like 60 minutes. Here we are. Literally. Hi, hi guys. Hi, we're back. We have had a ton of people write in amazing, nice, kind, like reviews on straight candidate. And we just wanted to take a second and say, uh, thank you so, so much. Like, it makes all the difference for us and like how we're rated and um, if people like we pop up on people's feeds and things like that. So like we appreciate it yeah. more than you have any idea. And that's how we continue this podcast. So um, by a ton of reviews, she means like we could still get more, right? But there's still going to be more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Apple Podcasts, give Apple. us a review of five stars. Please. And Anywho, thanks. I'm going to read. We'll read two today. I'll read yeah. one. I'll hand one to you. Okay. Um, so this one says, this is a 10 out of 10, my favorite podcast ever. I have never listened to something more relatable in my life. My boyfriend and I have FaceTime calls talking about our favorite things from each episode. What? And honestly, he loves the pod just as much as I do. Listening to this podcast is my new favorite pastime. And I find myself making excuses to go driving in my car just so I can sit and listen to these girls. Thursdays have become my new favorite day. I could like cry. I get teary eyed when I read stuff. I read that one. Oh my gosh. Okay. This one says 11 out of 10 podcasts. Go listen to my friend's podcast. Not only is it brilliant, but it's very relatable in many life adversities. They keep it real raw. And mostly importantly, they focus on everyday reality. They're thriving, but they're human and deal with daily obstacles. Just like the new person. Next person. I think they meant only difference is they don't lie about it. Keep on keeping on it. Ladies. We love you. Just cute as hell. I wonder whose friend that is. I know her. You do? Yeah. Oh, that's She's nice. She's from my hometown. She's a sweetie. That's really, really nice. Yeah. Wow. That made my morning. I'm right? like, oh, or night. What? Morning? <laughs> that's like dark outside. I think the ring light throws me off. I'm like, it's so bright in here. I'm like, holy crap. Um, No, but we have some pretty freaking amazing women coming on today. And we're trying to mix in different backgrounds and different things that people want to hear about. And we're going to lean into business and relationships today. Mm-hmm. And there are two women You'll introduce them in just a second, but we have some intros. I won't even yeah. try to like explain them without They're it. They're both like drastically different, but yeah, also that's dr- but also similar in yeah. certain aspects. And I think that's kind of what this podcast is all about. Just like me and you, like we highlight each other's differences and yep. it's, it's, it's going to be really cool to see. So they're like, <clears throat> they're yeah, they're business elevated to the same level, but in completely different, different areas. Ways. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Yana and Emerson. I'll introduce Yana quick. So Yana is 100% Armenian living in the U.S. since she was four years old. She's a proud yet not pushy vegan. I'll attest to that. <laughs> I that. Who is passionate about health and wellness. Yana loves to travel both domestic and international, lives an active lifestyle, whether it's fitness classes, hiking, or strutting around North Loop with her mini sheep-a-doodle. Ooh, Professionally, Yana is an enterprise sales executive at Workday and has been in software sales for the past seven years. God, she's badass. All right. Now there is Emerson Hannon, who is our second guest who will pop in here. And we'd just like to introduce her. She was a former Villanova cheerleader with a master's degree in electrical engineering and grew her side gig to a full time six figure influencer brand, Classy Clean Chic. She shares how to style, elevate chic outfits, videos of her adorable Shavapu. Coco, Coco. The dog's name is Coco. Oh, I yeah. Think. I yeah. was going to read it as one name. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh. And it is an open book when it comes to friendships, tips to feel confident in a bikini, the Minneapolis dating scene as a sober 31 year old. And we are so excited to introduce 
you the brains, the beauty behind Classic and Chic. Okay. So yeah. those are our two guests. They're amazing human beings. They have so much insight. They're both in their 30s. It's a different perspective. They're in the dating scene in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Like, both single. Both single. Yeah. Both um, have like dated recently mm-hmm. too. So they've got a ton of insights, but I won't even try to explain anything yeah. more because you just have to listen. Let's bring these boss bitches in. <laughs> Let's go. Ooh, Ooh baby. We're back. We're back with the boss bitches. We've been gone for so long. <laughs> Just kidding. We were literally just in your ear, but it took <laughs> us a good 20, 30 minutes. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. We were just joking about, we're like, damn, this is a room full of some hot ass women. Maybe you check your Spotify video out or go on YouTube or something because holy spicy. You guys look really good today. Look Honestly, really good. thank you. Wait, tell everybody who you are, just because I don't think people know the difference in voices. And also what you're wearing right now. How about yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Emerson from Classy Clean Chic. I'm wearing an all weight option number outfit. <gasps> oh, did hey. you do it? Do a little video before and have people pick? I, I haven't posted it at this moment, but probably when this Airs. podcast is, it'll oh, be yeah. up there on TikTok. You can see me getting ready in this white and cream outfit number. It has a tassel jacket. So cute. She yes. walks in, shimmy, like, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. She babe. showed me up. I'm like, okay, yep. I'm like in my little mom sweater. <laughs> right. Well, you asked what I was going to wear and my job is fashion blogger. So yep. I feel like I had to, you know, do something cute. Hell right? yeah. Exactly. There's going to be video here. Yana, what Yana. you got on? I like your fit. This is my vibe. I am this not is, a fashion yeah. blogger, so I did not feel compelled <laughs> to look as cute. I'm going for more of like a business casual look. You look chic Local as hell. Local authority sweatshirt, Brandy Melville sweatpants. And this is actually thrifted by my sister. You look bomb. <gasps> Little oversized action. It's cute. Your you sister's getting into fashion yeah. too, isn't she? She's getting into the styling thing. She has really good eye for it. She What's her Instagram? styled my Dolo. She did. <laughs> Emerson stylist. Oh, at that's Raddy right. Dolo. Yeah. Yes, Ayo, yeah, so she, she had this outfit. She got it all. She's amazing. Fabulous. So just so people can get a face to the name, sometimes mm-hmm. people like to know Instagram handles before so they can creep on you and then when they listen. So what's your Instagram, Yana? Yana Dolo. And Emerson is classy, clean, chic. And Yay. chic, C-H-I-C, not chick. Oh, I like that. Oh, I think I did read it as classy, clean, chick at I, first. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. She's like chic. I'm like, oh. No, bitch, it's chic. I've been, everyone was like, who's classy, clean, chick? Sorry, I just elbowed you. I'm like a little in your space. Um, you guys, before we start, just to like, you know, we're just getting into it, who you are and what we're doing here. Um, would you guys have straight candy moments that you prepped? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Are you ready? Or you yeah, yeah, you yeah, we, yeah. we already shared ours and okay. believe us, we completely just exposed ourselves. So okay. if you're nervous oh, for shares, don't worry. Like we've already shit our pants. We've already blew snot into masks. We've, we've done it all. So we've had the whole thing. Don't like hold, marks, don't everything. hold back. Okay. I, I mean, I'm perfect, so I don't do anything gross. Oh, like, I mean, I'm done. <laughs> Whatever. Just kidding. Just Emerson, kidding. what do you got for us? Okay, so this I thought of one for this weekend. So I went uh, to brunch on Saturday, and I was with a girlfriend. We went to sit down, like, at the bar, and then there was this, like, super cute guy over on the other table. And so it looked like he was smiling at me. So I, of course, like, waved and was like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> And, and then we sit down and I like turned to my girlfriend and was like, oh yeah, I think like that guy over there, do you know who that is? Cause I think he like smiled and waved at me and she's like, yeah, Emerson, like I know who he is. I think he was probably waving at me. So fucking awesome. And then I realized why he looked familiar is because he was like supposedly dating Michelle from the bachelor. 
And that's why, because I like looked up his profile and oh, so I'm like, so don't let it get you if you accidentally stalk someone on Instagram and then you think you know him in real life. Oh my God. So that's why you thought you knew him. That's why you yeah. waved. So you're like, yeah. hi. Yeah. Oh my God. I know your parents. Oh wait, <laughs> shit. I just saw a photo. Never mind. That's definitely a, a moment that you, that you're, that humbles you for sure. You're yeah, like, yeah. fuck me. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Or, or you literally, they remember you and you don't remember them. They're like, we talked at the loop and you're like, we did. We did. Didn't we? And what did I tell you? Because I don't remember. And I, I mean, apologize. I still have that happen. And I don't drink. I know. So I don't know how. I don't know. I, it's, a, it's when people are like in a different spot. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Rec- I don't know. I get confused. I Who's get it. Who? The mask too also throws off. And a beanie. You never know. Mm-hmm. Yana, what do you got? Mine's like awkwardly similar, but kind of a role reversal. So I think we can all agree. Like one of the more awkward things in life is when you wave at someone or approach someone that you think is someone and it's not, not them. Oh no. Yeah. So this happened to me. It was in LA just this past week, walking on the sidewalk, see this guy across the street, think it's someone that I had just recently met. So I said his name and the guy's like, Oh no, I think you're thinking of someone else. I thought it was the same guy. I was convinced it was still him. I was like, Oh, he's just messing with me. I start to cross the street to go and like say hi. You're like, he's being an asshole. Yeah, I gotta go up to like him. Just joking yeah. around, like start <laughs> saying something about his outfit. And it wasn't that guy. So good looking dude in that moment, I was like, all right, there's a car. I'm going to go step in front of it. (laughs) You're like, I'm getting in the car. And I like, I would like to think I'm kind of like smooth with guys. And no, in that moment, that (laughs) proved me completely wrong. This was not one of those moments. Yeah. We only feel good. We need to be together. So we're not failing. Yeah. But hey, you know what, Yana? I will say you are smooth with with guys. It was just a one-off situation. I went for it. It's different. You went for it. It was different. We're going to get all into how smooth you are. We're going to oh, need some God. We're going to need some tips and tricks later. <laughs> Sometimes we need to be humble. I'm not going to lie. We needed that. Yeah. Also, <laughs> before we really really jump in, yeah, thanks for humbling everyone. We appreciate that. We appreciate um, it. Um, before we really jump in, so how me and Sid were sitting here we're like, "Wait, how do we all know each other? Like, where did this start and we how do we how do we meet?" I think I remember, but I'm not going to answer. I think it was Berries initially. You worked for E3 Fit. Part time, no, kind no, of. Maybe I some, never worked. For there was no affiliation there. <laughs> Look at the eyebrow like raise. That's how bit, you know. Like a, I'm, yes, I did. I had an. I had a one meeting with Drew. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Okay, so you're not responsible for their social media. Got it. Okay. No. So I think I remember like your name and like hearing about you and then taking your classes. My favorite. Yeah. So I oh, think thanks, maybe babe. that was how. And then we all did alter. Yep. Emerson and I always do the Tuesday alter, and then yeah, I we met, all. Mm-hmm. I met Sydney through our one of our other girlfriends out, and I right? remember yeah, and you had cool pants on. And we were at <gasps> Smack Shack, and I was like, oh. Geez. And then that's what I remember. And then I we went to alter and worked out with you, and, and then, then you came to my class. Yes, and then we were walking. I think that was the first time I actually. Yeah. Uh, oh, Sophie oh, yep, 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 or something. Yep. And then I was like, oh, she seems nice. I we talked a little bit and then we had, and then I saw her at workout and then we just, I don't know. Then we fell in love. And now our group I chat. Had it very wrong. Pops now, off. now our group chat pops the fuck we off. We pop off. We send screenshots. I, <laughs> um, yeah, watch out, boys. I thought so we good. literally. We, twins game. Yes. We okay. met at the twins we game. We met at the twins yeah. game. I also thought we were brought together by a certain someone that will never be named once ever again. Do you remember who this person oh, is? Oh yeah. The fact that me and Yana me and Yana are Eskimo sisters. Oh, great. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about Eskimo sisters later, too, later because uh, Felicia joined our question. joined our live for a little bit in the intro. Oh, yes. You guys are going to love it. She oh, has God. some questions for you, too. Oh, oh my God. Perfect. She's like, let's ask them. And then she goes, I'll text it to you just in case. <laughs> Can't wait. Like, what if it's too, like, cray-cray? We're going to put you on the spot. Just kidding. Oh, we would never, uh, you guys. You would. Uh-huh. We and would. you will. Okay. <laughs> so you're both boss bitches. You, literally you are that's like in, ha- you're it literally it's going to be like the title it's basically why you're here like you you both teach us so much not only about relationships but also about work right and you both have 
more conventional on like semi unconventional jobs, but are killing it in your area because you took a leap and took a risk. Right. So we want to dive into like your guys's work and Yana first of what the heck was the turning point in your career? Because you started in something else, correct? Oh yeah. And now you're in something completely different and yep. you're just, you're climbing up a freaking man led area to be totally frank. Right. Fair. And you're making differences, right? I'm trying. So, trying. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. So can you bring us back to where did you start real quick and where are you now? Yeah. So I will take it back briefly to college because I was pre-med in college. I did a child's like major Spanish minor. Um, that was just kind of the path that my parents wanted for me. Like our family was in that, you know, field, the medical field. Uh, I got toward the end of it as far as, you know, studying for the MCATs to like go to medical school. And I realized it's just not my passion. That's not what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be buried in books for eight years only to have gratification down the road. I'm a very present person. I want to be happy with what I'm doing. So I nixed that idea, disappointed the parents, not so much anymore. Thank you, mom and dad. Um, and so, yeah, I started nannying out of college because I didn't know what I wanted to do. My major was so specific to going, you know, into medical school. Oh yeah. Cause that was your degree. Right. Exactly. Oh. So then I got into, you know, marketing. I did marketing for Crave restaurants, did their social media, um, and also worked part time for the Minnesota Wild for like four years doing game nights, events, promotions. I had no idea about I had any no of this. idea you yeah. worked for the Wild too. What yeah, the heck? it was really part time. It was fun, like super into sports at that point. And then yeah, did the the marketing gig for Crave just to get into the whole, you know, corporate feel of things. I was stuck under Sophie's arm. Did you do it? Did you choose marketing because you weren't really sure. Yeah. It was just like the first thing that popped in your head. Well, or like I actually just started networking with people that I knew. So there was this gentleman, Zach Sussman, still friends with him today. He went to my high school and he just basically got me in, helped me get the job and went from there. Is it who you know or what you know? I think it's who. A lot of it. I think if you're, you know, we talked about this when you were looking at sales, potentially, I think it's all about networking, tapping into your relationships, talking to people, understanding what drives them, what excites them, why they do what they're doing, and then see if you can get inspired that way. I also really like that you shared that you were nannying out of college yeah. because I remember when I was out of college, it's like, oh my God, no idea what I'm doing. I should have it all figured out. And we do have a lot of college listeners. So yeah. the fact that you are where you are now and like out of college, you went from nannying to marketing to working with a crepe yeah. restaurant. And now you're, now what are you doing? Give us the, yeah. give us so the I'm in transition. Sales. I've been in sales for the last seven years. Um, and actually the only reason I think I got into this world, I'll never forget this. I was at Lifetime Fitness. I was working out. Uh, two of my guy friends were there who at that time were working at Code 42. It's another software company in Minneapolis. And they were like, Yana, you would kill it in software sales. There aren't enough women. Like your personality is perfect for it. You should really look into this. There's this networking event coming up. Our you know, company uses this company called Concur. We have a friend that works there. There's this networking event. You should go. So I listened to my friends. I was like, you know what? Why not? Why not go and like listen and learn about something that could be cool? Maybe I'll just be good at it. Went to the networking event, mingled with, you know, everyone that was there. And then the next day they called me and they're like, we'd like to offer you a job. That's so badass. And I thought it was a scam. <laughs> I had never mm -hmm. heard of this company. I didn't really do any research on it. And I thought, I'm like, who would just hire someone based on a quick networking event? Anyway, got in, started at the bottom in, you know, within that company. It was like a sales development role where you essentially cold call for sales reps. And I remember during my interview, the hiring director, she was like, you're going to hate this job. Like it's cold calling. It's grunt work. You're not going to like it. She was trying to kind of sell me out of it. And I was like, listen, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Like I want to be in sales. I'm going to do it. I'm going to smile through it. Like, let's go. I want in. I love that. Oh, yes. I just got goosebumps. I know it was, I did too. It was such, I'll never, you guys, I'll never forget it because it was such a magical time. Like that company, I 
near and dear to my heart. Still friends with so many Concur people. If you're listening, love you all, my Concur fam. Um, and then three months in, one of the we would have all these you know contests like dialing quotas, whatever. And I'm very competitive. I was oh, even yeah. more competitive back then. So I was like winning all these contests and like always on the phones, like doing whatever. And one of the managers was like, Yana, like you need to go talk to the VP. Like you need to be in a sales role like now. And I was like, I'm only, I've been here three months. Like, I don't know what you're talking Like, I don't know yeah. anyone. Just Doubting like, yourself, right? Yeah, a little bit. Cause I was like, I don't know. I haven't been in like this actual corporate environment. I have no idea. So I went and knocked on his door. Frank Rader, one of the first people I met actually at that networking event. And I was like, hey, I really want to be in sales. Here's what my you know results have been so far. He's like, okay, like slow down. Let's see like some consistency first. Like, thanks for coming to, you know, share interest. Um, and I think that's step one, right? Like showing initiative and that you're interested in something before going after it. And also showing that you're confident. Yeah. Because yeah. you walked in there, you're like, I, I, I think I would kill it in this role, yeah, by like the way. Three months in, like fake Literally. it till you make it, whatever it takes, right? So started networking with a lot of the directors, you know, try to build my brand. And I think that's something that's so important when you started a company, right? You want to build your brand. You want to have a good reputation. You want to be known for something. So I'm friendly, personable. I started talking to a lot of people. I started telling all of the directors how interested I was in a sales position and why I think I'd be good at it, asking them what do they look for in a candidate on their team. So by the time they had openings, like four months later, they came to me. Boom. Yeah, because they already knew that you were interested. You already yep. made the networking like thing. You're yep. like making yourself known in the company. People know what you're up to. Yeah. Because you have to be the advocate for yourself. Exactly. No one knows what you're doing day to day. Right. Because they're not paying attention to what you're doing. They're paying attention to what everyone, they're doing in their day to day. Right. So if you don't tell people, then how the heck are they supposed to know? Yeah. And I believed in myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, how can someone else believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? I know it sounds cheesy, but it's worked for me. And Another thing that I wanted to make sure I made a point of was like, hey, you guys made the right decision in hiring me. So I grinded. I worked my ass off. And that first year in sales, I remember I made my parents so proud. I was rep oh. of the year and rookie of the year. So oh I also like everyone in like across the country in that segment. Can I Sheesh. ask? This is kind of irrelevant, but what were you selling? Oh, um, so expense report software, essentially travel okay. expense and AP invoice automation. Okay. Yeah. To small businesses. Smart so it was pants. Small... Jesus. It wow. Was, I, I'll never forget it. Like I remember going on stage and getting these awards That's and so I cool. just remember being like, I'm so excited to be making my parents proud. Yeah. We're immigrants. You, you know, it's a, a big, it's a big thing. You had a reason to be doing what you were yeah. doing. And that's like what gave you that extra push to go to the next level. That's yeah. what elevated you and made you, right. you know, theoretically better than yeah. the people that you were working with, like side by side. Right. And then they were looking up to you and how to get there. But if you would have had self-doubt going in, right. do you think you'd be where you are right now? I think probably, I think where your mind goes, your energy flows. So I was adamant and like, I would mm -hmm. have post-it notes with my quota. And every time I would close a deal, I would, you know, scratch that number off and put the new number. I was so like zoned in on it. Like I would visualize it all the time. And I'm a big believer in manifestation and the law of attraction. So it helped. It helped a lot. And I, I remember that feeling so well and how proud I felt. And from there, you gain more confidence, right? You achieve something and you constantly continue to build that confidence in yourself. So you go and tackle the next thing and the next thing. And how did you continue to push yourself in the confidence? Like, like know that I am right for that next job. Like I am, I am who they should hire. Yeah. Instead of like, cause we catch ourselves, even myself sometimes like self-doubting, like, I don't know if I I'm qualified for that role. I'm scared shitless of it. Yeah. Like, so that happened to me with like the next level up. So I was selling to small businesses. The next segment was mid mid-sized companies. And there was an opening on the Chicago team. And I remember one of my favorite cities and my friends were encouraging me to go for it. People on that team. And I was like, I don't think I'm ready. This was more of an inside sales role. 
moving to this mid-market segment was outside sales. So you're meeting with people in person, you're meeting with, you know, prospective customers. You have to have a lot of this stuff memorized. You're not just sitting behind your PowerPoint sharing your screen, right? You have to be compelling in person. So I was super, super nervous, even like thinking about it. I was super nervous to tell my current director and that VP that I want to go to another segment. So I applied for it. And I remember going to talk to the VP and he was like, like, Yanni's like, your reputation precedes you. Like, honestly, if you want the job, it's yours. You don't even have to interview. Like, if you want it, we've seen what you've accomplished. We know what your brand is like. We've seen your results. If you want it, it's yours. And that gave me even more confidence. I'm like, okay, if they believe in me, like, that means I need to go for it. But I was so, I was, it was, it was a really scary transition. Yeah. And I think, to be honest, like having a, a job like that out of college and the drive is so rare these days, especially like our age group, like, I had a phone. I had a job where I was on the phones. I hated my life. Like I, yeah. I couldn't see past that first step. Mm. It was corporate. I was like, I can't, I can't see past it. So I think you sharing this is really important for people knowing that that first little job out of college is it might be a little bit of grunt work and yeah. it's going to be work. It's going to be hard. It might be uncomfortable. And if you are in the corporate world and that's something you're interested in and climbing the ladder, like this is so helpful because, yeah. um, yeah, there's, there's so many college listeners. So Great. So One thing I want to touch on, we can keep going to no, business no. Yeah. chat, but you did mention um, that your family is that you Im- immigrated. Yeah. here. I want to yeah. hear a little bit more about that and yeah. your experience and your family. So, yeah, quick, I guess, backstory. In 1991, we immigrated from Armenia. Me, my mom, my dad and my sister. I was four. She was two. And ironically enough, they were my age. So I'm 34 and they were my age coming to a new oh, wow. country. Wow. Two little girls didn't really know the language, had to start essentially completely over. My mom was a nurse back in Armenia and none of those records transferred over. Right. So like I'm talking like we were sponsored by a Lutheran church in Grand Forks, North Dakota, where it freezing cold. You think we're cold now? It was crazy. And you know what, though? We didn't know any different. We had such a loving childhood. We didn't know that we were completely poor. Like we were refugees. We lived in someone's basement for the first year um, that we were in Grand Forks and we were sponsored by this church. And I think that's where I got a lot of like my drive and my work ethic. And that's my why. Like I want my parents to be so proud in the sacrifices that they made. Like they uprooted their life to give us a better one. And they started all the way from the bottom. My dad rode his bike to work. He worked at this place, Italian Moon, as like a cook. And he would ride his bike in the snow to work. My mom started over as a nurse's aide, went back to school, like got her bachelor's, got her master's. Um, and then for fun, like five years ago, she got her PhD in nursing. She's like, oh, I want to just keep learning for fun. So like oh no reason, God. like she didn't need to do it. She's a nurse practitioner, but she wanted to continue that education. And I think that's something that's been instilled in us, you know, at such a young age, like you do the work and you work your way up and you do whatever it takes. And they're definitely my why as to why I keep, you know, staying as driven as I am and wanting to continue to make them proud. I could hear yeah, that when you were sharing your story about making your parents proud. Yeah. So I feel like it had something to do with your childhood, which is why I wanted like, to Could ask. you imagine yeah. like going to another no. country right now and like not Insane. knowing the language, having no money? I mean, it was, they're completely inspirational. It was, it was amazing. It explains a lot about you actually. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It explains your drive. It's the hair. It explains your yeah. why. Yeah, right? <laughs> She also has gorgeous hair. She's known for her hair. She's just got this full (laughs) head of hair. I'm so jealous. Personality is your hair right (laughs) there. Literally, it matches like to the T. It's like this loud, luscious, like locks. No, no, just loud and beautiful. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing that too, because that's intimate and that's yeah. Is it's hard to like say those things, but that's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. I'm proud of you. Um, I have a question too because you talk about your drive and all the things you just like go go go. You're a total go getter, even outside of work too. Have you or can you look back and think about like a different time 
when you almost lost your drive or like you had doubted you yep. and what you were going for. Oh my God. And what, what was the, the perfect story for this actually? Love yes. It. So <laughs> once I got that mid-market job that I was telling you about in sales, about a year after that, I remember we got a new director. Um, wasn't probably the most fit for that job at the time. And we had this team that kind of turned toxic, right? There was a lot of negativity and I'm a big person of my environment. I like to be uplifting and uplift others and be around people that are that same way. So we had this pretty toxic environment um, at work, constant negativity. And I remember for six months straight, I didn't hit my number. And that was so unnatural for me because usually I was going after it. I was doing what it took six months straight while this person was our director, while we were you know, surrounded by this environment, didn't hit my number. I was in the red. And finally, you know, we did something about it. We went to our senior leadership. We talked about this. Essentially, that person stepped down from that position. From then on, for six months straight, the rest of the year, hit my number, overachieved, I think finished number one in our central region and five in the country in that segment. So I remember feeling so down those six months. It was actually pretty dark because you're constantly surrounded by people that are upset about the same thing. And I remember going to one of the senior director's office, Kyle Wenzel, again, thank you, I'll never forget this. And I remember talking to him about it, right? You have to talk to people about these, these things. If you're feeling a certain way, like bring it up, let it, put it out there. And I remember he told me, he was like, Yana, like I would hire on my team immediately. He's like, I don't care what your performance has been like the last six months. Like I know who you are, what your potential is. Like, don't let this get you down. It's not just about your numbers. And I remember that conversation kind of turned it around for me. You know, it gave me kind of that belief in myself again, because six months in a row, that's a long time to not be at the level that you're used to being. Well, plus then you don't get your commission checks. Yeah. Like that's what happens when you don't hit your number oh, yeah. in a commission driven job. Right. Now you're not making the money that you thought you were making. Now you feel like you're like not to put words in your mouth, but you feel like you're failing Yeah. because you know your potential and you're not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone says, you know, sales, they have the ebbs and flows and they were telling me this for, you know, years. And I was like, no, I'm going to keep like, this is going to be great. I'm not going to have a ebb or whatever. And I did. And it was such a great honestly, such a great experience. And it just goes to show like, it's so important, like who you surround yourself with, like the kind of conversations that you're having um, and just being able to communicate. Like if you're not feeling a certain way, like talk to someone about it, let them help, you know, lift your spirits. And I bet you help people that feel that same way I now too. To. You're like, yo, I've been there. Yeah. Like it's good. Cause usually I don't get down. Like yeah. you know, I'm usually pretty like happy yeah, upbeat, and for sure. It was a, it was a different time yeah. Deep, for those place. six months. Yeah. Damn. Um, so I love this business chat, but just to keep things moving, like I think we should move on from your, your badass boss bitch Thank corporate you. ladder. You Thanks, because, guys. Yeah, I learned from Yana, though. by the way, all the time. Uh, and yeah. we've networked and likewise. Yeah, yeah, just amazing. I know. I was like, I need help with like budgeting money. Yana's <laughs> like, here, I have some ideas. I'm like, okay, sick. Like, awesome. We I have, love finances. We actually are having um, someone come on to, soon to chat finances awesome. in like Straight a... Up. And I think I th we thought of you, obviously. So, so yeah. you'll love to listen to that one, too. But like it. Um, relationship wise, because Sid asks about business advice from you, which I have as well. But yeah, I also love chatting with you about dating because um, you just always I think it, it's the confidence for one. Um, but you always seem to like say the right thing. <laughs> Whenever I have questions, I'm like, what do I do about this? Yana's like, oh, I'm a badass. Like, this is this is how I would do <laughs> like, it. No, you're not going to do this. You're yeah. going to do this because, you know, you're a badass. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. And. Now. So I guess like right now, how's the dating scene for you? So I'm single. Okay. Okay. And by choice, let's yes. make that very clear. <laughs> yes. Yes. See? I saw this God, thing on TikTok the other day. <laughs> yeah. I thought of you and me. Okay. So it goes, it said something like, and Emerson actually, and Felicia and Sid, but Sid, you're and dating like, someone. Oh. Well, you're, you're not 
you're in a relationship. But it said, oh, whatever. A girl that can pull any guy she wants. A guy who made this video, too. So it goes to the girls who can pull any guy they want, but they still don't have a boyfriend. Ha ha. Or something like that. And this girl commented and she goes, it's because I'm picky, dude. Exactly. And Selective. it had like thousands of likes. What? I love that. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's it. It speaks to that, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to be selective. I think I'm at a point and I have been for a while where I know what I'm about. I know what I have to offer. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. Mm-hmm. And so I am. I'm I'm selective. I'm picky. I have a certain level of expectations yep. um, because of how much I value myself yes. and my time. Like I love spending time with myself. I genuinely love myself. I do. I'm proud of who I am. So I think for someone to come into my life. And if I'm going to make a commitment to somebody, they're kind of competing with that in a way. Yeah. To fight for your time. Yeah. Kind of in a right. Way. Or like my time with my friends, my dog, my family. Yeah. All these things are really important to me. So mm-hmm. you have to be worth it. Yeah. Anyone can ask you on a date. You can go on five, five dates a week, but that's exhausting. It is. Is that going to be fulfilling? No, I spend my time with the things that fulfill me. Yes. Emerson, what about you? Are you single? I am also single and ready to mingle. Yes. Ooh, we got a snap from her. Would you, would you also say single by choice? <laughs> yes. Also single by choice. I think I was actually talking to my mom about this. It's so many people ask like, why are you single? All of that. And I think I would rather be single than in the wrong relationship. And I think so many times people are afraid of getting out of that wrong relationship of being single. And I'm such a better person single than I was in all those past relationships. And it's like, it's almost like you can see it. So like if I start gaining weight or not working out or not being as good in my job and things, it's, that's a bad relationship that mm-hmm. so we should just be getting out of it now. So can't wait to meet the guy that makes me better than I am now. Cause I'm fabulous. Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> wait, do we, do you like, do you guys like that? People ask that. Do people ask you that too? Oh yeah. Like, why are you single? I'm like, why people, are you People unhappy? ask me that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's All so, the time. I don't like that question. I that's think, a weird well, question. I think it's fine. because I think it's your opportunity to really explain like, Hey, that's, I don't think the end all be all is being in a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Like we see how many failed marriages there are, how many failed relationships, people who are actually not as happy in their relationships and all the stuff that goes down behind the scenes. that's not on Instagram. Like I'm good. I'm going to take my time. And I take my time with a lot of things and no need to rush yeah. 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 Take your time. Like, yeah. Why? Yeah. And if people ask you that, I like to just say, I mean, if you know anyone eligible, Send them my yep. way. These are my requirements. Mm-hmm. Let me know, and we'll we'll try it out. Do what are to- what are the requirements? Yeah, I gotta hear. Here this. I mean, I have, a lot, list. I have a lot of requirements, but I've boiled it down to my top two, which is um, being com- or being having ambition, and then the second one is liberal. Okay, yep. I like <laughs> okay, that you yep. narrowed it down to two because I like that. yeah, I I have a like I, I literally have a big list. I'm like, okay, I'm ner- I've been single for so long. I gotta like cut some of these off. No, I, I know, think you can one. still have all of them, but those are just the, okay. when somebody asks me, I mean, we're not going to be 87 item less. They're yeah. going to be snoozing on Sid the floor. Sid knows parts of those. I had one that was, I was like, okay, I'm like, she told me other things and she's like, but this will probably won't work because of this. And I was like, like, I just, I, example, I just went like, on a date with a guy. Can I say? I didn't yeah. want to say no, you can I just say wanted to be care. like a respectful. I told him to. And you're like, well, this is, am- he's so amazing in so many ways. I mean, he's like tall, dark and handsome, whatever. Donna will love this one. And then she goes, um, but he's vegan. So like, I don't think we'll like hit the same food. You know what I mean? Like we're not going to be eating the same thing. And I really care about food and I really care <laughs> about like sharing meals. And I, I'm sitting there and I go, okay. So I go that that's yeah. okay. You know, I know but I she said, knew it was, and, she knew it was okay. But, but I said, and yeah. Okay. Rewind. <laughs> but requirements. What about your type? And then I'm going to ask you. Okay. Wait, my requirements just, I know your requirements, oh, okay. but what about like, do you have a type of guy? Oh, <laughs> 
I don't feel like I have a type. I think I I've dated all all different tall, short guys that work out more, guys that don't, blonde hair, brunette. Oh, I know. I know one. I saw one of your types in Whole Foods. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Whenever my mom says you can't always look for looks, I'm like, Mom, did you not see some of my ex boyfriends? Are your are were your eyes closed? No, (laughs) we were just in Whole Foods the other day, and she goes, Oh my god, that's my ex, and I was like, Where? (laughs) I he was like right in front of me. I would just, I just could not picture Emerson with this man. Like, really? Did it just not it the was, same vibe? No, he was like old, like old, 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 old. I mean, he's my same age. Just, it just oh. was, you wouldn't, it's okay. okay. Oh, yeah. no. just seems, oh, no. He's a nice personality. We're just yes. not a match and he'll be happier with somebody and, yes. that's Agreed. not me. Agreed. There you go. Okay. So not really, you don't have a type really. I would say no. Okay. Yeah. So, Does date, do you date younger, older or your age? Exactly. I, anything. I'll anything. take it all. Okay. For, 22 to 44. It's <laughs> <laughs> a wide range. Is that your hinge is set up? No, I haven't been on hinge and no. Are you in a dating app? No. Okay. No, like- no dating apps. I, I like meeting men in the wild. It's less stressful for me. It's, it's been, it's been more successful for me. Most of 2021 was just in the wild. I did the hinge all 2022, probably went on 25 dates. Oh my God. Yes. Lots of dates. And wow. That sounds met- miserable. <laughs> yeah. It sounds exhausting. Like you're using your time for that. And then you're like, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to go back to revor- reverting to doing what I want to do. And then when I meet him in the wild, I meet him in the wild. It's, yeah. It's, and it's less stressful on me. And for some people that works, my sister met her now husband on hinge. So it for works. some people it works. And, but it just know that about yourself. If it's working for you, then keep doing it. That's great. Fabulous. But if it's not like for me, I just, I'm much more happier now. Good for you. Yana, Yana, do you have requirements? I wouldn't say requirements. I think for me, it's important to, well, we'll get to that. I was going to say, <laughs> for me, the, yeah. I think it's most important with how I'm feeling with that person. If they make me feel how I want to feel, um, definitely they have to be witty. Like you have to keep my brain stimulated. Yes. We got to have some banter. It has to be fun. Um, I like tall guys, typically Six, light hair, light eyes. Ooh. Six, two would be ideal. Is that why you laughed, Emerson? You're like, yes. bullshit, you don't yeah. have requirements. Fitness forward, six, Very, three and above. <laughs> six, two. Uh, but yes, fitness forward. I love being active. I like people that are athletic, that are into health and wellness, right? So yes. I think from- You gotta give her a little shit. Yeah, oh, for sure. No, I say it all the time. Like yeah. that's my six, two, light yeah. hair, light eyes, athletic. Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> Not an athlete, but like athletic. Yes. Yeah, yes, 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 please yes. no. Yeah. Ooh, baby. But definitely like have some like intellect where yeah. you can be witty and, you know, quick on your feet. Cause that that's going to keep me interested a lot more than like your face. Definitely. Yeah. Honestly, I think the banter is so important. Yeah. Like well, I don't, if you it. don't have the banter, it's, it yeah. doesn't work. Like, Make me laugh. Like I don't. And give me shit. Cause I'll give you shit. Yeah. Like, but in like a fun way. Yeah. You know? Completely. Right. Exactly. What, what's the biggest thing you guys have da- like learned most recently about dating that you're like, I'm going to take that with me. And that's like my most recent learning about like who I saw last. Do you have something that comes to mind? Yes. I would say if you are confused, it's not right. If you are confused about why isn't he texting me? Why isn't he doing this? Why is this not happening? Why did he say this? Then it's not right. You shouldn't be confused. You shouldn't be not sure if they like you. If they like you, they will show you. They They will will tell you. Period. Yep. I agree. That's a great. I love that. I think we shared that a couple episodes ago. It was we did. It was it was if if you're confused, he doesn't like you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the goddamn truth. The delay in Yana. messages, yeah. Yana. I agree. I think it's like an actions over words thing, right? Mm-hmm. They'll show you. It's. I think it's pretty simple, right? Dating men, like to me, I think it's so easy. Like, take the pressure off, manage your expectations, and just like see what happens. I don't. I don't see the need to rush anything ever. Like, I take my sweet ass time 
I do. So I, yeah, we're a little different in that and that's okay. Yeah. Right. It, w- whatever works for different people. But what I do you, think, can we go into that? What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, I think it's actually good to Yana and I, we are a little bit different in relationships and it's nice actually seeing her and her side of the story or kind of talking through things. I am a serial jumping into a relationship girl. So met, started dating a guy, literally move all my stuff in and we're, you know, <laughs> like the next week, like she never left. We went on one date and she never left. Um, or, or they came and moved to my house. So I think, but then when I do that, then I end up losing myself. So yes. I think trying to find a happy medium of what's moving quick enough and moving the relationship forward, but then also not losing yourself and still having your friends and mm-hmm. doing your workouts you like and continue to kill it at your job and all of that. You got to still be you. Can I ask you a question? Cause I know about yes. a previous person that you've dated. Uh, um, you had lived with somebody already, right? Yes. And you had been in like a very sem- like serious relationship as in you're living with somebody and you're no longer in that right now. Cause you're obviously single, like Something that a listener could hear right now, maybe they're feeling stuck and they're in, they're in a relationship that looks like that. Maybe they've been together for three, five, 10 years, who knows, and they want out, but they can't just do it because their lives are so merged. What would you say to that person? Yeah. So I had a ex-boyfriend. We were living, we were together for two and a half years. We moved in after six months and it was just kind of, I mean, I was 20, 29 at the time and it was just kind of, okay, are we going to get married or should or get off the pot? Let's, And so I think, I mean, I think in starting to ask those questions and, um, I just kind of realized I wasn't excited to marry him. I wasn't excited to move forward. And I think it's scary starting all the way over. Like I had this person that I thought I was going to be with for the rest of my life at one point and, and then just say, okay, well, what if I'm not, I'm going to be just fine. I'm still going to be okay. The sun's still going to come up tomorrow. I'm going to figure it out. And so you just because you're nervous right now, if it's not right and you're questioning and you're not excited and just stop now, just get out now. And, and I was fine. I, I was fabulous. Dropped 15 pounds after it was great. So the glow up. Yes. Yes, hunty. And I think so many women have a timeline and that's why it gets dangerous. And I'm like, freeze your eggs. Stop thinking yep. of the timeline. Yep. But it's hard. Agreed. I get it. Emerson's reason her eyebrow. Yeah, yeah. that's one area that I don't feel, you know, the need to push anything for because I'm indifferent, right? Like whatever happens, happens. I don't my again, end all be all isn't marriage and kids like that might be for some people. Great. For me, I'm very present moment as long as I'm happy, feel healthy. Like that's what matters to me. So I think that's also an important thing to consider, right? Like if you're not going to be the best version of yourself, right, you have to work on that. You have to be the right version of yourself before you attract the right person. So I never rush into those things. Like I want to see people in a lot of different environments. How do they react under stress in a surprising situation? How are they one-on-one? How are they with my friends? How are they with my family before actually committing to that? Right. Because there are a lot of options. There are a million people out there. That's a beautiful thing about dating. You just kind of weed through it and yeah, there's no scarcity of men. <laughs> oh, I, I saw it on your story the other day. I was like, I laughed pretty hard. <laughs> I, I, whenever I feel sad, I watch it. Um, maybe I'll post it when we when we post this. We can yeah. post that to yes. the But Yana, I really like that point because I think I too. we've talked about um, like how confidence can attract the right people. And I think knowing that you're happy with who you are as yourself, like if marriage and kids happens, great. Like you'll you'll you'd be ready. You might meet the right person. You're not closing it off, but you're also not making sure that's going to happen in your life and try to force things. And right. I think that's that open mind is kind of what 
attracts like I these agree. men to you because like yeah like guys are like obsessed They're like yana like let's go like it's almost like game on let's see if i can get her to marry me and have children <laughs> yeah. like it kind of feels i'm not kidding but, i'm like oh my god yep but yeah. yeah like that's that's honestly how it works because knowing that you are that con- content in yourself and like you'd be happy alone I think that plays a huge, huge role in, um, you know. It makes you feel badass too. Cause you're like, I don't need anybody. I can, I'm yeah. me and I'm happy and I'm content. I'm doing my shit. I can support myself that uh, you both can support right. yourself. No fucking problem. You don't need that mm-hmm. as a piece of somebody. Like you can continue on as you are. What were you going to say? Yeah, but, and if you do want that too. So I a hundred percent want to have kids and I want to get married, but Absolutely. I think, you know, I just, I'm kind of just, you know what, if it happens, it, when it happens, it, it'll be the right time yes. to happen and worrying about it isn't going to make it come any quicker. And I'm just going to live my life and be happy with my friends. And I think even if you do want that, it's hard to disassociate. I feel like I for struggled for a while with that too, because I really, I want to have kids. Um, and so I think just, you know, just live your life and enjoy this period before you get to the next period and just know in your head that it's going to happen. Cause if you, if you don't enjoy the present moment of the period that you're in, you will look back and regret the thoughts and the way that you, you know, lived your life. And I will say, I know a lot of people even like, doesn't matter the age I'm talking like 18 to like 44 who are like, I'm fearful of like either getting out of the relationship that I'm in or that I'm not going to find someone. And it's like, for what though? Like fear doesn't bring good things. We, especially if you're a manifester, like I am and like Yana is and Emerson is everybody in this room is it's like fear doesn't bring on good things. It it doesn't, it just, it's not how it works. So when you have those like enlightening, like happy thoughts, you're going to attract good people. You know, right. you're going to like look beautiful in other people's eyes. Like it, it truly is that way. So no, I'm, I'm thankful you guys are wow, so that was deep. Abil- like your ability to be like, no, for a minute oh, sh- stop you your ability to be so um what's vulnerable with us yeah. is like yeah. so important because people need to hear these yes. things like about relationships and everything and i think the difference in perspectives is great so oh my God, thanks yeah. for adding yeah. that because i'm like yeah I'm, I'm a little bit more like in terms of yana's side where i'm like i don't really like i don't even know if i want kids to be honest at this point like we'll see it just because i haven't met the right person um and I think you adding that because a lot of listeners do. They want they want the kids. Majority of my yeah. friends are closer in Emerson, like in mm-hmm. your viewpoints. I would say I'm closer to you, mm-hmm. too. But it's, it just depends, like because my mom is more identical to Emerson. Like my dad, probably identical to Emerson. Me, I'm identical to you. Same with my yeah. sister. It's like it just depends. You know what I mean? And your vibe and whatever. But I you guys are beautiful human beings. You're when the right time comes, it'll it'll come. But they are going to be blessed. That's what people have to fucking remember. You're blessing the other person yeah. by being in yeah. their life. They're not blessing mm-hmm. you and like coming down from the ceiling and like on a little cloud. Sometimes I'll say my husband better be doing awesome things right now. <laughs> he better be working great on himself. He'll be working out this morning because I am. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I think that's what makes like a healthy relationship, right? It's two individual independent people who are trying to be the best versions of themselves that can help the other person be better, right? Like I want someone that's going to bring me up. I want someone that I can learn from that's going to lift me up. So I think until you have that, like just chill, it'll come. It'll come. Don't rush. rush? Like we're twenties, thirties. Like you have until probably like 90 years old, especially if you're vegan, maybe a hundred, you know, so like take your time, take your time. (laughs) I love that. Have fun. Yeah. Enjoy every phase Mm -hmm. of life, single dating, relationship, engaged marriage, whatever. Just enjoy it. I love that. God. And easier said than done. Totally. We're all going to have the lows, but do your best to enjoy the journey. It's not all about the destination. It's not all about the destination. So cheesy. All right. Okay. Wait, but dating, dating, Felicia, 
Alicia okay. oh. asked to ask a question and I remember it. You do? do I do. Not, do I not need to pull it up? Well, I think there was two, but I remember one. I feel like we just got to read it word for word. Okay. Okay. Ooh, she goes, ask if they're Eskimo sisters and ask if they've ever dated a dude from work. Ooh. So we'll start with Eskimo <laughs> sisters. No. You no. and I? Are you? No. I don't even think, have we even made out with someone that's the same? No. Well, what the hell? Why was she, she setting up for that? She has tried to set me up with her exes before. I have. So that, yeah. Yana's tried to set you up with I mean, her exes? I, I, do, I do that. I, I do actually, that too. I am friends with pretty much all of my exes. And like any guy I've had like a history with or a fling with, like we're still on really good terms. Because mm-hmm. I just, I view it rationally. Like we can still like each other as people. The romance might not be there, but like I'm friends like, with literally all of them. Like, so I'm not will. into you, so you can take yeah. my yeah. breath. Like, like there's st- like imagine if we were like off limits to every guy. That, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's impossible. We just talked about that. Yeah. Especially yeah. yeah, literally girl code 101. Mm-hmm. But yeah. also we're in Minneapolis. Like it's you're small. gonna cross paths. Yeah. And you just kind of have to be not even okay with it. You just kind of are like, well, that's Minneapolis for you. It's yeah. a small dating community, you know, generally speaking. And you're going to have made out with somebody's, you know, brother or ex-boyfriend or maybe dad. I don't know. And that's but fine. Whatever you're into. Yeah. If somebody, somebody doesn't work for somebody, might work for somebody else. It was Will. Oh, yeah, I did. You're right. Yeah, Just drops the name. I know it drops the yeah. name. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Will. Hey, Willie. Second question. Have you dated somebody from work? I, yeah, yeah. That was like <laughs> one of my rules that like she when, made I was, us. when I was at Concur for the longest time, I was like, I don't. I'm not dabbling in anything like that. I value my brand. I value my reputation, whatever. And um, after actually my breakup a couple years ago, I was like on the rebound. You're just looking to have some fun, whatever. Also like a work date, a work hookup, work lover yeah, is hot. I know. And it it, it, it was. <laughs> I've done it. But I was so I like hesitant goes up. at first, you know, because like it's just too close for comfort. And yeah. like for me, like if I'm dating or if I'm single, like my options are open, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't ever want to like hurt someone or you know, be seen with someone else. And it, that, that kind of ended up happening. Um, but I'm always oh. really transparent and like yeah. very honest about where my headspace is at, like where I'm at, what I'm looking for. Like if I'm just looking to date, not have like too much of an emotional connection. Um, but no, I did end up kind of, yeah, like seeing someone from work who ended up sitting right across from me. Oh, oh fun. good. I mean, you know who you are if you're listening. Hey, hey, how uh, you but doing? we're still cool. You know what I mean? Like it was not good timing, like whatever it was, but, um, it was, it was kind of hot. That is kind of hot. Yeah. Like hook up at, maybe I, you don't have to answer this, but if you hooked up at work at some point, oh, spicy mama. Oh, I've done that. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Your <laughs> knee went in my side. Okay. So I, Emerson, I have two. I did it twice. I just remembered the second one. The first one was <laughs> when I was at Stryker and everyone there though, dated everyone from work. So I actually, I think I was 24. This guy was like 31. Woo, baby. Oh, wait, that sounds parallel to Jordan and I. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. And so we started, we started dating boyfriend, girlfriend. Like I met his parents and it was like six or seven months. And then we broke up and we still had to work together. It was fabulous. Oh, Every day, the day after that breakup, that Monday. Oh, yeah. Hi, how are you? Uh, hi, how are you? Did ya? you have any spicy moments at work? Uh, I mean, when we were still together or I mean, both. Oh, well, not like hook. We didn't hook up at okay. work at all. But like, oh, there was, it was, I mean, it was fun having like meetings when we yeah. were both there and it's like, hey, what's up? Hey, I love you. I'm going to I'm going to add some spice to this podcast and share a quick story. So I dated some not dated just like I know a, this one. just like a hangout I, when I used to work. I'm not even going to say what corporate job it was, but there was a meditation room oh. and we would like text. We'd be like, let's go meditate at 2 p.m. And then we it was like for one person, you could lock the door and you would, it was like a meditation room. So we're like, OK, time to meditate. And we would both go in at separate times, lock the door. 
Do oh your thing. my God. That's so risky. It, I'd be yeah. freaking pooping oh, yeah. my pants. But at that point, I was also like, I know I was already going to like go full-time fitness and do stuff. So I was like, let's risk it, baby. You're like, nothing holding me back. <laughs> Fun little, yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody didn't, when we were at the bar this weekend, didn't someone get kicked out of the bar because they were banging in the bathroom? <gasps> yes. No way. Not yeah. anybody we knew, but like, we knew oh, I didn't know them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. never mind. Apparently there are. Okay, wait, what bar, what bar did y'all go to? Hewing? Hewing Hotel. Why wasn't I invited? You were invited. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. Okay, we'll make sure you are next time. Hopefully. Appreciate it. Okay, never mind. I just yeah. thought it wasn't the loop bathroom. So, oh, yeah, thank God. Oh, yeah. Lots happened in the loop's bathroom. Oh, at the loop this weekend. This was my other straight kind of moment. I just remembered it. Can I say this real yeah. quick? I'm in there with my sister. Take my sister to, to the loop for the first time. She's like, come on, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, okay. We go there. You know, I'm like being big sister bear. And then all of a sudden we're in the bathroom together because obviously we can't go to the bathroom alone. <laughs> and <laughs> someone throws a bottle over the stall. And I was like, and it hits my sister in the arm and she gets like a bruise. Like she immediately was like, ow, my arm. I'm like, oh, and I literally, it's two stalls. I literally go, you did not just throw a fucking bottle over the stall. I almost, I was about to burn the bathroom to the ground. I literally had to calm myself in the stall and I literally opened the door. I'm like, you don't throw bottles. You don't throw shit. I'm like, don't ever do that again. You're lucky. I'm not like seven more drinks in otherwise i would literally have ripped the stall down and attacked i'm dead serious i'm not you touch my sister oh honey bunches oh it's you are going down in the with DMs. you on that one Ooh. can relate big time oh i gotta throw my hair back Ooh. <laughs> okay i had one more question for you guys because this will transition perfectly into emerson and what she does um have men been intimidated by your work and i'll start with yana and then we'll go to you because then i'll be talking about yourself I mean, I would hope not the guys that I attract Mm -hmm. because I don't think I'd want to attract someone that would be intimidated by that. I've been told that that's maybe the case in certain circumstances. So maybe, but I would like to attract someone that I think is also their own independent, successful self. I just, I don't find it very masculine. If you're going to be intimidated by like a woman's job or anyone really insecurity in general. Yeah. I wouldn't attract that kind of guy. Not, no, not for me. Yeah. Cause you didn't even get to that point with him. That's what, right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yep. Totally fair. Emerson. Hello. Hi. Yeah. So I feel like it definitely people are insecure about, you know, and nervous about dating me based on my job. Um, I think that was one of the points of contention with my ex. Actually, he was, you know, when someone's insecure and not very confident, taking a picture of someone out in a public place, and having your every stories filmed throughout your day is difficult and intimidating. And so I think um, that's one of the things that now that I really look for is that confidence. Um, but on that same token, I have kind of had the opposite problem now where a lot of guys just want to be with me to say that they're with me or like the idea of being with a fashion blogger or, you know, even I had a guy what was talking about when we like announced that we're like together and like posting together because one of his exes like follows me. And, and then I had another one who was Snapchatting pictures of like my bedroom and stuff and saying like, Oh, look, I'm at Emerson's (gasps) and what? Yes. So I, you know, and I'm not even that like cool, like, come on. So anyway, (laughs) I look creepy. I think it's funny though, back to the guys are intimidated with you sharing your life. And then you're like, well, actually, then they realize that you're making six figures with yeah. what you've been doing. And they're like, oh, wait a second. Like you can make money yeah. from this. So I guess kind of how did you get into this whole blogging situation? And were you always doing this? Like give us the, your career path, little path background. a little bit. 
Yeah. So I started, I would say my sister had a idea to do, she wanted to do an Instagram. It was fab, fit, fun. It wasn't because that's a brand, but something like that with three (laughs) Fs. And so I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to copy that and also do it. So in comes Classy Clean Chic was the name that I made up. That was 2014. Um, And so I was posting food and fitness type pictures. And then I would get a boyfriend not post for six months or something. (laughs) And then fast forward, I moved to Minneapolis in 2017. um, And my mom had actually started doing an Instagram too, empty nest style. Oh, so she was really cute. So she was posting her pictures and stuff. And so then I kind of started doing more fashion selfies. Um, it was mirror selfies, really lame, didn't know what I was doing. So then 2000 and I ha- had stopped drinking 2018 rolls around. Um, and I saw my mom was starting to make money. And I was like, that's cool. I want to get free stuff um, and make some money. So I started trying to get free clothing and things like that. And then I was thinking, well, maybe if I try this blogging thing, maybe those girls don't drink. Maybe they could be my friends. Um, and so then I launched my blog and it was 2018, got accepted to like to know it in June. Um, and then it just kind of started going off from there, I think. Uh, like this past June? No, no, no. Oh, 2018. And so when I started that, I would say I had about 10K mm-hmm. from posting the lame outfit outfit selfies in 2000, like mid 2018, 2019. Um, I grew to like a little bit over a hundred thousand followers at that year. And then I made more blogging than my engineering job. Um, so I was also doing my engineering and blogging at the same time. Um, so that was 2019. And so then that's when I decided, okay, well, obviously I'm making a lot. I'm going to quit. So beginning of 2020, I went full-time with my fashion blog and yeah. And it was, and 2020 was just like a fabulous year. I know it was difficult for some people, but I grew a lot that year. I went from, I think it was like a hundred thousand followers to like 400 at the end of the year. So what was it, what was it like having an engineering job with with your blogging? Cause it was a side hustle, but, and I always encourage people to have a little side hustle. Me and Sid are all all for that. Like have a little hobby side hustle. And you're someone that actually proved that like, I'm going to take this side hustle full time. So what was it like doing the two at the same time? Stressful? No sleep. Yeah. That's what it was like. I think, I mean, it was... How'd you do it? Finding other time to do it. Um, So I would wake up early. I used to walk on the treadmill and I would... That was my workout. And I would answer DMs or post my Instagram post. I used to post two Instagram posts a day when I was working. You're crazy. No, no. I was wasted. No, me either. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, it was... I mean, you just really have to love it. And I mean, you're not making any money when you start in 20, when I was in 2018, I'm barely making anything. You make like $3 and you're like, yippee on one top or something. Um, and yeah, so I mean, it's, and then weekends, I would po- take like five pictures on the weekends or something with my tripod. Cause I was just taking them all myself. Um, and yeah, just no, just trying to find time and as much as you can and just flying by the seat of your pants. I did literally, you had no time. No, you were grinding because you believed something was going to work. You, your engineering job really quick. You, what you were doing some sort of engineering. Cause that's what you went to school for. Right. And then you just decided, yep. Okay. Doing this full time. I'm done. This is not my career path that the other one is actually where I want to go and do my thing. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think I always liked math and science as a kid. And so then I went into engineering. My dad was an engineer and then I, so I was a 
post-market quality engineer at Stryker, a medical device company when I was in Kalamazoo. Moved here. That's why I moved to Minneapolis was Medtronic. I was a supervisor. We made mechanical heart valves. Um, so I, I liked that job. I just found something I loved way more, which is doing whatever I want to do every day of my life. <laughs> why do you think you could do that? Like, why is it that you could take your side hustle to full time when other people think that's like totally like, there's no way I could do that. I, I could not do that. What would you tell them? I, I think people, a lot of times people want to have it all perfect before they start. I'm nervous to start my Instagram. I'm nervous to start a blog because it's not just so. And it's like, just start it. If you're not embarrassed what you're doing in six months with what you were doing six months ago, you're not growing, you're not learning, you're not getting any better. So I think people are just nervous to not get it perfect. And you're not going to get it perfect. You don't know what you're doing. Like I change what I'm doing every week. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Sid and I. Like we yeah, literally, we did not want to start this podcast ever. Like we kept putting pushing it back because it wasn't perfect. We didn't know. We still listen to our episodes. We're like, wow, we should have said this, should have said that. Like it sucks listening back. I bet like, oh, it's just horrible. But anyways, um, yeah, you have to start before it's perfect. And I like that piece of advice a lot. Yeah, you can only you can only get better. And I'm I'm still learning every every day and and the game of Instagram mm-hmm. and TikTok and all of that changes yep. so much. I mean, every year is so different and you have to reinvent yourself and re be interesting and look at your numbers. And this mm-hmm. is mere selfies was working and now it's not. And now they I have to look like I'm not looking at the camera before I was smiling at the camera. And it's just always growing and changing of what you need to be doing. God, I could not imagine <laughs> doing what you do. I'm like, seriously, it's like because social media, I know, I think I I could, but I, social media doesn't make me happy. So it's mm-hmm. like, I just can't find that time to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, like, but you're, it's, it's so impressive too, because it's like, you took something that people do for fun every day and like show their showcase their, their, you know, like best life. And you took it and made it your full-time gig. But I think the coolest thing about you and what you do, and Soph and I were talking about this is when you even do like stories on, you know, like a live story, whatever you don't really use a lot of filters. Like you're, you're actually like your real authentic self. You're not pretending like you got this body from taking a a gummy bear every single day. Uh, if you don't know what I'm adding, then you should look up, but, um, yeah, like just you're real. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I mean, it's scary doing that. I think it was, I think it was 2019. I just decided no more filters and, you know, let this is just, this is what I look like. And then people say, Oh, you got a zit on your face. Okay. Thank you. Captain obvious. Like, like I have, yeah, yep, uh-huh. I hate people. Oh, geez. I ate a chip yesterday and now I have a zit on my face. I know. How does it, how, how has it affected your mental health at all? And is that one reason why you've stopped using the filters? Like, I just want a little more background of like how you made it healthy for you. I mean, I think again, it's kind of that growing and changing. I mean, I did, so in 2020, I lo- went back and lost like 20 pounds. Um, so before that, I I would use the like skinny apps and make mm-hmm. yourself look different. Um, and I think that's I never want to do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not showing your authentic self. And if you want to look different, then make yourself look different in real life. Um, and I think and if not, that's fine, too. Um, so I think that's one of the things that was kind of difficult. Um, and then, I mean, you just, I, I treat it much more like a business than it's a personal attack on me. Yeah. You know, they, these people don't know me. Um, they think they know me or saying something mean or, um, you know, whatever. I'm confident in who I am and 
that's that's not going to you know affect me. And I think you just have to take it more as like a business. And this is the classy, clean, chic brand. And yes, I'm a person, but what kind of pictures are they liking? And what mm-hmm. pictures are they not liking? And it has nothing to do with me. Um, it's just what's happening right now. Why did they like this reel or they didn't like this reel? Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with me. Um, it's just how I put it out there. So kind of thinking of it in that lens, I think helps a lot too. I, I like that. that. Yeah. You can turn it as like a business instead of your personal page and like take everything offensively. Like, oh my God, they didn't like what I said there. They didn't like what I was wearing or what I was doing. And I think it's just like the time. I think that's why it's easier for me and you when we post our straight candid stuff too because we get tiktok trolls all the time oh my god people say some mean shit on tiktok but knowing that i have sid with me too i'm like oh they're not making an attack at me only it's me and sid it's our brand so you being by yourself like i feel like i would be affected a little bit more but i like that you're saying like no they're talking to the brand not me so that's that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, I think it we'll have to do that with our TikTok and, trolls and too. And I like them talking. I know the truth. Yeah, you should we like do. them talking, More, good or bad. When I got exactly. my my gomies, get off my internet. So that in 2020, I got my own page, and I was so happy. They're just shit talking me. Yeah, talking about, that's what. Yeah, it's a page. You got to tell me what this is. I've okay, never heard so of this. get off my internet, and they just have different fashion bloggers and people that are famous and stuff, and they have their own pages and things like that, and they just bash them. So they were telling <gasps> me about who in their right man, mind would do this. But I was excited. I, I had made it. I was excited. I had made it. They made a page to shit talk me. Yeah. I was so excited. You are so positive. Like sometimes you say these things and I'm like, holy shit. You really truly have like grown your mindset so much as an individual and a human. It's actually admirable. And you might not see that Thank every day, you. but it's like you, you have haters Both. like it's like both of crap. You, both of you too. Like yeah. I love when I hang out with you guys because if my energy is like low I, and you both are just so positive people, it's just like amazing. This so. is I just have to say this while we're sitting here and while we're talking about this. Surround yourself with the people you want to be like and surround yourself with the people that make you better. And that's yes. exactly why we're sitting in this room together. Because when we met these people, we were like, Oh my God, come closer. Stay close <laughs> to me. I'm like, I want to be like you. I want to be like you. Oh, I so need sweet. to surround the, myself with people that make me better. And that's what you guys are. So I said to add that because we were talking about it. Um, I have one question for Emerson. Yeah, quick. I do. Okay. Um, yeah. So have you guys heard oh of it's, it's a podcast. It's called trading secrets and they just get real about finances and real about like what actually bloggers make. And like, I feel like a lot of times people are like, how does this work? Like, is this actually possible? So could you maybe give us an example of like how you work with brands and like, maybe do send a media kit. Like do you have a rates for a certain post? Like, how much do you get like if you're comfortable sharing this, like how much would you get paid for like a post with um, maybe some tea that you drink or something? Yeah. Yeah. And I you mean, can get as detailed as no, you yeah, want. But that's and I also want to point this out too. I just to kind of show starting from nothing. I forgot to add this earlier, but I start when I moved to Minneapolis, I literally had zero dollars in my bank account because I have a shopping problem. And so I, you know, to get my stipend for work, I had to borrow $5,000 from my mom because I was going to get that later. But I had to borrow it in order to put my first and month, last month's rent down. So if like, and so I started from that. And then I was like, I'm going to save and then continue to kind of like build this with my fashion blog and got better about saving. And so it's just crazy to go. You can go from that to like this. Um, And so I guess 2019, I made six figures on my blogging job alone and then continued. I more than doubled that the next year and then made more again this past year as well. So you can kind of, without saying the exact numbers, um, I think just to give you kind of a range, I started my first, I remember I got my first 
blog. It was iGogs. I think they're here in Minneapolis. And I was so excited. And they paid me $300. And I felt like I was robbing them. I was like, (laughs) These people are paying me to do what? So impressive. Though. To write a blog or to share a post? It was it was a blog. It okay. happened to be a blog. So was most of your money come from blogs versus no. Instagram posts? No. Okay. So that was just my first one. And okay. then now as far as like, how do I make money? Um, So I will make commission on sales through like to know it. Okay. And so that's a shopping app. And so that's something that you can kind of continually to acc- accrue and grow. I would say it really depends. But I mean, at this point, I think I make like 10 or 12,000 like a month. It or to 15. It, it really ranges, yeah. but I would say over 10, um, just to give you a kind of a range. And just, that's just from people buying on this specific app through the clothes that you've posted, correct? Through correct. link. Okay. Correct. No wonder why you post the like to know it yeah. stuff on your story all the time. Okay. I get then, it now. Yes. And I would like, too. You posted and I did it once and I got like an Amazon person and they bought it one. I got $1 and 16 cents, but you can't make that dollar until you make a hundred. So yes. oh, I have no. a little bit more to do. <laughs> <laughs> I it, love that. It does take a lot to build the like to know it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then brands will pay me to do either a TikTok or an Instagram post or Instagram stories. Um, And it just kind of depends. So, I mean, they say the, if you have 10,000 followers, your, it should be about a hundred dollars for an Instagram post. Okay. So that's kind of what the conversion is. Um, And it can be up and down based on your engagement or whatever. Um, I have a manager now that manages all my collaboration. So she kind of sets my rates and is pitching to brands and those types of things for me on my behalf. This is so interesting. It is. It's like the out there, the insides of yeah. like what goes on. You know what I mean? We wow. don't see all that shit. Um, really quick. I have like one more question about your, um, your current role. And then I have a random question that just, I think needs to be brought up. So okay, perfect. The, the one more question about your role is there's a ton, a ton of influencers out there. Why do you think that um, or how do you stay different from those individuals? Or, you relevant. Know what I mean? Like well, relevant. Yeah. I'm like, why are you different? So one of the main reasons that I am different is because obviously I'm 31 and single. Most bloggers are married with children at 24. Um, but I yep. think that's one of the things that makes me definitely a lot different as I'm still single doing my own thing. Um, and then also there's not as many bloggers out here in Minneapolis and doing the cold weather outfits and how to be chic in the cold weather. I think that's what makes me different. Um, but it also is every day trying to reinvent myself and be, I got to be interesting. Yeah. How do I be interesting today? <laughs> oh God, oh God. She's like, boring. No, no you're not. What? Absolutely no, you're not. not. The Opposite. loudest individual, like most yeah. fun, lo- lively person. I like was explaining to Marcus. I'm like, she's loud and she's lively. And he's like, bubbly mm-hmm. and bubbly. And we're like using all these like big words. You know, you're Spicy. a beautiful human being. Exuberant. You mentioned this and then I'm done asking my question. Sorry, because I'm just like totally a question master right now. Um, what's that? That's from a game, isn't it? That like question master. Anyway, it doesn't matter. A board game. Yeah, it's a board game, right? Um, you <laughs> mentioned that you are sober. You don't drink anymore. Correct. Um, can you tell us why and how you maintain that, if you don't mind? Yeah. No. Totally. So I, it was 2017. I just kind of, I decided that drinking wasn't doing me any favors, and so I just decided to kind of cut cold turkey no more drinking. I mean, nothing. I couldn't think of anything great that came from it. And I would just, when I would drink, I would just over drink every time. And it was in social settings, social situations. And so I've been sober for this March. It'll be five years. Wow. So it's been been a hot minute. And I think the other thing too, with people with al- saying alcoholics, I mean, I would say that like I am an alcoholic and people think that that means that you need to wake up and have a drink. And I think there's differing levels of it. You know, 
uh, I don't, or even maybe I'm using alcohol right now because I'm sad. And then I'm bringing out this type of personality of myself that I don't like. And so maybe I don't need to be doing that right now. Um, so I think, I think people just have this preconceived idea that I got to wake up and have a beer. And I, that's not, not always how it is. Yeah. I love that. And thank you for sharing that. I know yeah. that's like, it's, it's personal and, but I just think it was really important yeah. to bring it up too, because that's a part of your identity and maybe you don't share it like openly all the time on the chart, but you do sometimes. Yeah. No, like, I Look at, I got my I'm very iced open. tea, you know yes. what I mean? So I, think I, I think to only be fair, that's part of your identity. Yana, share why you're vegan. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Great question. Good call. I'll keep it brief. It actually does stem back to my mom. Uh, probably like 15 years ago, she was diagnosed with cancer it went away. You know, she did the chemo radiation, went away for 10 years. It was in remission. Then it came back. So at that point, she's like, I'm not doing chemo again. Like it almost killed me. Like there has to be something else. So she started looking more into like the holistic, you know, diet nutrition side of things. Um, and then my sister and I just kind of supported her from there. And we started to learn more about, you know, the different impacts of, and you know, animal products, for example. So, mm-hmm. um, we, yeah, eliminated meat at that point. And then for me, it was like a progressive journey. So I was still eating fish, for example, and then slowly got rid of that, got rid of the eggs, got rid of the dairy. Um, And then after I got my dog about two, two and a half years ago, then my eyes completely opened to like the animal cruelty side of things, which I didn't really know much about. There's definitely a dissociation between, you know, what's actually going on and what you're seeing, like perfectly rapid, you know, wrapped at Whole Foods on the shelf. Right. So learning more about that. And a lot of people just maybe don't know and that's fine. And I don't or judge. purposely remain ignorant. Yes. I mean, it's like it, there's the dissociation. Like me. I'm the same way. And that's fine. Yeah. Right. Everyone's on their own journey. I don't judge anyone no. for what they eat or how no. they eat or what they choose to do, but it's worked for me. And the more I learned about it and the more I actually, you know, implemented it, I yeah. started to feel even more amazing and my energy levels are great and it, it works for me. So yeah. I'm passionate about it. I love it. But yeah, the dog definitely opened my eyes. I'm like, I see her in every cow and every like, pig, oh like every animal. And I was never like an animal mm-hmm. person growing up. So I remember Emerson had a similar experience. A hundred percent of the time you get a dog, you become either a vegan Something. or a vegetarian. Cause I'm vegetarian. I just looked at my dog one morning and was like, <laughs> look at those eyes. It's kind of like a cow. No more meat. Oh my God. Uh, really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, just I don't woke look up my animals morning. in the eyes. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. don't look at me. I look don't. at, look at oh me. My I just God. had a burger. I'm like, I can't don't look at me. <laughs> I almost I'm not even going to share. I was going to say, as long as I look at dogs, I'm like, mm, that's a meaty leg. Oh no, my God. You don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm so scared. I'm booty. so scared. Stay away from my dog. I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. Don't I'm sorry. Meat has been really grossing me out lately and we won't Ooh, even good. dive into it, but I'm just saying I'm starting to get that where like, I can't even, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm getting the ick. I got the ick. Own journeys, right? Yeah. Own journeys. Just so everyone knows, I love meat, eat meat, still healthy. I, I love, still love I you. do love burgers. I won't lie at a burger. Vegans like, still love me. Yes, we do. Um, man, okay. Before you read that, yeah, I think we got to. Oh yeah, I got to tell you something. What do you got to tell me? You guys are here for it now too. Cheers to the new year and making new resolutions that you can keep. Have you added your self care routine? Our sponsors at Manscaped have the perfect tools to keep you and your significant other clean and tidy this year. Manscaped tools for his jewels are also good for you, and you'll want them for yourself. The Lawnmower 4.0 is all you need for his balls and your bikini line. Oh, set your first New Year's resolution with his good intentions and join the 4 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. So go to manscaped.com and use the code CANDID20 for 20% off. Press free shipping. I'm ready for a new year. New me with the best in below and waist grooming. This year, take your routine to the next level with the performance package. 
4.0 and brand new ultra premium body wash. Our favorite thing to say about these is the weed whacker. Yeah, I was trying to find one with the weed whacker. I know I couldn't find it either and I'm like, oh, should we say it together? Where's the weed whacker? Um, Manscaped started doing women's products now, so we're all excited yeah. because they also have chapstick and body wash and shampoo and conditioner. And I was like, okay, here we go. Axe. You know what I mean? It like reminded me of that. But then we got them and Jordan smells like a dime. So I'll also say sometimes I would always steal. Like when I go to the target, the target, when I go to target, I buy male shavers oh, because yeah. I feel like it gets closer when I'm trying to shave the pubes. Oh yeah. So now that they're marketing towards women, I'm like, this makes so much sense because yeah, why I was, need it. Why were we using like the hand manual ones even for like our armpits and they get to use an electrical? Well, no, like even the even, beard, like, you know what I mean? Like why? Yeah. It's well, still I think hair. It's, it's all marketing, right? It like is, the though. pink, cute little Venus razors. I'm like, yeah, that's no, not going to cut no, it. No, it and, and it, it doesn't, not, mm-hmm. and it legit doesn't cut it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It cuts more than what you need. You know what I mean? Yeah, I made that mistake when I was in Arizona, so forget Ooh. it. Anyway, get twenty percent off at press free shipping with the code Candid twenty at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off press free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code Candid twenty. New year, no pubes in twenty twenty two with Manscaped or pubes if you want them. Thank you. Yeah, sometimes we want a little pubes. Yeah, if you want a little, you know, something, some. All right. a little bush under the tree. Who cares? We are going to quick share a <laughs> listener straight candid moment. Someone wrote this in okay. and we do this every week. So let's get into it. Um, I'm trying to find it. Okay. So she writes in and she says, thank you for the honest combos that help me learn, laugh and grow every week. On that note, I have a candid moment that I would like to share with y'all. My boyfriend went home for a few weeks to stay with my family and I wanted to send him a cute little snail mail letter in the meantime. I decided to do something a little spicy. She spelled it with like five O's or five I's <laughs> and send a few explicit Polaroid photos. Not only that, I added a chocolate Hershey's kiss. Get it? Cause kiss without thinking that it's 70 degrees where he is and chocolate melts. Long story short, it's been two weeks and the letter is still not there. I'm convinced that either the chocolate melted and they threw it away or someone confiscated my photos. And moral of the story is that I will never do anything scandalous ever again. If anyone listening, someone, someone received photos of me in the mail, you're welcome and enjoy. Oh my God. She goes, stay blessed. So like she tried to send, she sent naked Polaroid photos in the mail and the Hershey's melted. So the male people just probably, they probably threw it away. Or did she ever think that maybe the neighbor, the parents of the person she was sending it to since he was at home may have gotten it and opened it and been like, Oh my God, I opened this. I'm going to pretend like I never opened it. I'm going to throw it away. I wanted to share this one because I remind, it reminds me of you taking a Polaroid of your ass cheeks. I don't know what you're talking about. And she took a naked Polaroid of her booty. And she was going to give it to Jordan. She put it in the cookie jar. And to be funny. To be funny. And all of a sudden she had like a housewarming party and someone opened up the cookie jar. Like, and they pulled it out and they're like, there's a butt cheek. There's a photo of a butt cheek in the cookie jar. And I was like, so it's like, huh? What, what's that? Ooh. I go, oh my God, what? <laughs> oh my God. And they like went to my room and people were like, oh, no way. I'm like, never mind. Too good. Doesn't matter. I have to say that I have a friend who took naked pictures like sexy time photos and was giving it to her boyfriend for valentine's day and he lived in this complex um out of state for like work training or whatever sent him and it was a she she was more mad this is the moral of the story she was more mad about how much the polaroids cost because they're expensive but she sent like 20 and sent it to the mailbox and he couldn't open his mailbox and then he opened his mailbox and it wasn't there oh god so the only other person that can open the mailbox is the landlord Mm. And the landlord is nowhere to be found and has no idea what he's talking about. And that's just such BS. So I think I, have, I know what happened. I have a question for you all. Mm. Do you take your own nudes or do you have your friends take your nudes? Mm. And do, or do you take or do you not take nudes? 
That's for in real life only. All right. <laughs> Ladies, always crop your head out. Number one. Ooh. Number two. I do them yourself. Like yeah. you know your angles. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. If do. and if and when you decide mm-hmm. to send them. Yep. But crop the head out. Yeah. I mean, I would say I guess it depends, right? Uh-huh. Like, but probably. Yep. I would you never I, know. Yeah. Maybe like lips involved but like keep it kind of sexy yeah yeah Yeah. oh okay yeah Mm -hmm. that's what i I don't take many but yeah if i do it's of the booty booty yeah my my ass is already all over instagram so (laughs) (laughs) you can see what you want to (laughs) see um okay we're close to wrapping up but we have a straight candid advice that somebody wrote in and i'm gonna read it because it's work related we've been saving this one so here we go I work in a super male dominated field engineering and I struggle to find work friends unless I am okay in normalizing bad behavior. Sometimes bad jokes, sometimes degrading women and sometimes just flat out wrong comments. I've gone to a few happy hours um, after work and it just gets worse, but even happens at work now that we're all just friends. I just don't know how to deal with it because even my bosses have some of the similar behavior like this. Then when do I correct them? Do I even at all? I just need some advice. I think it might be time for a new career path. So she works with all dudes is what she's saying. And yeah. there's like bad jokes, bad behavior, okay. yeah. bad jokes. I mean, I would, I mean, I think you definitely need to, to try to say something if you can and it, and makes it more difficult the longer you've kind of gone. But you know, I feel uncomfortable when you say that, when, what do you mean by that? When you say that, what are, are you trying to insinuate that X, Y, Z yeah. and just kind of spell it out for them and put them out there on that? You know, I mean, people say inappropriate and awkward things. Um, yeah. I also had a, a, a guy that I worked with that was a, supposed to be a mentor. And he basically like came on to me and said that his, uh, the wife would be okay with it. Like if we, yeah, and I was just like, okay, next time we're going to have to be full conversations that are just straight, like not anything that's about family or anything no like person. that. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. So terrible. I, mean, I think definitely. And I mean, if we don't say something now, it's just going to kind of continue. So. Yana. Yep. I think it's important to have boundaries. Like I remember when I first started at my job, like I didn't go to the happy hours for a while because I wanted to like work on my brand and not have like this Mm -hmm. reputation. It's really easy to get comfortable with coworkers, right? Like we all become friends. So I've definitely been in that environment. I'm guilty though. Like I am kind of one of those people that just, you know, free flows, you know, whatever. I don't get really uncomfortable. So I just kind of go with it. But I think it definitely, if you are uncomfortable, it is important just to establish your boundaries or maybe don't surround yourself in those situations. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, I guess it's hard to, speak to that because I'm friends with like all of my coworkers and we all kind of shoot the shit. Yeah. Um, but I, I think also you share your opinion. So like yeah. if someone were to say something that you disagreed with, you, oh, you yeah. would say something. Totally. You have to speak up in like yeah. any aspect of your life. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. oh yeah, we're, yeah. we're vocal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're not, we're not keeping quiet. Yeah. None of the, no, no one in this room is, but I'm she's like, not oh, alone. I mean, no. that happens no. in a lot of office mm-hmm. settings and I know yeah. it can be uncomfortable, but and I've, up. I've had and weird work shit happen. Yeah. I mean, and I think instead of shifting the blame on them, mm-hmm. she, I like how you put it, Emerson, like that makes me feel so, okay, they need to stop talking like that. Even if they're not, they're not trying to make you feel bad. It's the way they're making you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they might not know people mm-hmm. aren't mind readers. No. Right. Like, yeah. And we if have they no haven't idea. been corrected before. Yep. I mean, yeah. they could have been strolling along for, you know, 40 some or whoever many years without being corrected. So right. you might be the first person then they might need to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, I love this. I was going to say, lastly, something that brings them together is the fact that you, I like that you shared, I never mentioned this earlier, but you have a brand, even in a corporate world. And I like that you say you have a brand because obviously Emerson has a brand Mm -hmm. and it's, it's like two different ways that you both kind of situate yourselves in this, in this world and make sure that 
you are proud of who you are. So yeah. I think yeah. that's awesome that you share thank that you. you have a brand as well. It's cool. Important. I love that. Yeah. I love it. You guys, thank you for coming on here thank and you. like taking a whim with us and just like shooting the shit about work and relationships and mm -hmm. who you are and why you're the way you are and your brands and all the above and like what makes you you and we're like our friendship is so valuable but this is so valuable for our listeners in so oh, yeah. many freaking ways like there's so many things I just took away from that that I'm like I know you guys and I already am like learning mm -hmm. still just sitting here it it's crazy because there's probably someone who can find themselves in Emerson or Yana with yeah. this conversation. So that was yeah. extremely helpful for everyone. So thank thanks, you guys. Well, you guys. So thank oh you. Yeah. Will you um, very shout out your um, handles again? Yeah. Of course. So people can do it. At Yana Dolo. Y-A-N-A-D-O-L-O. Ooh. How classy, clean, chic. Three different C's. Well, actually four C's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm classy, yeah. clean, chic on Instagram, TikTok, my blog. Facebook, if anyone's there, Pinterest. Oh, baby. Ooh. Pinterest. Forget about that one sometimes. YouTube. Also, you both, above. also, Yana was scared about her voice earlier. I'm like, your voice is really sexy in the mic. I yeah. sound like a smoker and a phone sex operator, but thank yeah. you. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Uh, I do not do any of those things for the record. I'm into it. You should. You. Yeah. <laughs> my masculine yeah, energy. Like, oh, us over here. <laughs> thank you for being here. We love you. Love you, girls. If thank you're looking you for us at Straight Candid Podcast, you know where to find us. Go subscribe on YouTube. Don't be afraid. Click subscribe. Subscribe. Um, I'm at Candid Soap. I'm at Candid Sid. Write us an Apple podcast review thanks back pocket for production marcus in the house with his marcus, chain Don't forget baby. It. and uh, we'll see you next week yes bye, bye. hey oh baby oh yeah was one. yeah it was it felt good oh, why oh, do you think both of us would just talk so much i'm oh, sorry no, no, right i was like trying to think of like is it good yeah it was long but then i was like what would we even cut out i don't want to cut anything because i feel like everything was so concise and like i know i really don't but like I, know, I was like holding the mic. Up. I'm like trying not to make noise. I was no. hot and then cold. And I know. I'm like so scared. Hot, then you're cool. Yeah, yes, 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 y